we we really think that by trying so hard i really thought about that by trying so hard and by doing all these extra like exterior things that god was really gonna move things for me but in that moment i was so caught up into what i was doing that i wasn't recognizing what god was doing in the midst of all of that hi guys now today the topic of today we're gonna talk about my relationship with god and we're gonna talk about religion and we're gonna talk about what that is that has how that has affected me and what i've learned from my relationship with god religion and all that i think i forgot to mention in my last video I forgot to mention how in the past couple of weeks where I've been gone from social media, I've I've had a crazy like renewal of who God is. And he's been showing me and honestly peeling off so many things that I've been just like holding on to and renewing my thoughts and my mind of who he is. And it's and it's honestly genuinely helped me to find him in ways i've never had before so i'm here to share that i'm here to share that knowledge with y'all because i have a feeling like i'm not the only one that struggled with this i'm i know i'm not i know i'm not and i think it, it can be very easy when you have do like doubts why am i talking like this it can be very easy when you have doubts and questions and you know feelings that are like am i as a christian am i supposed to feel this way like it can be very easy to take those feelings and run with it and run the complete other direction instead of instead of running towards god and i'm just here to talk to you and if you have doubts and if you have questions and if you have really weird foreign feelings towards your relationship with god and you're like am i supposed to feel this way i'm here to tell you it's all right it's all right i've been there i'm here and we're gonna go through this go through this together and hopefully this video will point you towards god and not towards anything else so before we get started, let's talk about religion because I think what people think religion is, they think that's what Christianity is. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's really not. Like I know uh, I've been listening to Emma Chamberlain a lot lately and I've been listening to her podcast a lot and her podcast is really good. It's really good stuff. It's really good like words and thoughts. And I'm just like, wow. I'm learning I really am learning and she's only a year older than me but it's just really cool and she posted a video I mean an episode where she talked about her relationship with religion and her spiritual journey and I was like wow I didn't know all this stuff about her and I was like that's so interesting like, like it's really cool and a lot of the stuff she said I did not agree with but I was like it's fine and I'm just here to talk about that and her thoughts about religion really shook me really really boggled my mind because she mentioned about she mentioned her little um interactions her little encounters with religion she went to a catholic high school and she went to a jewish elementary i think if i remember correctly and she mentioned how her jewish elementary was more pleasant because you're a kid right and then when she went to catholic high school that's when she kind of like was not really going with it she found it still interesting but a lot of the rules let's say like the rules are related with religion and like the bible and stuff like that she mentioned how she didn't love that and she was kind of like no no i recommend you just listen to the episode itself because i don't want to like mess up her words but from what i remember she just did not like the fact of having rules and this idea of hell and sin and all this stuff which i feel like it's very typical basic stuff that people don't like about religion Things like hell and sins 
because it makes us feel bad, right? And just religion as a whole is seen as a burden or as a life of guilt or in shame because of our sin and this life where you have to do good and do all this stuff to almost like redeem us in a sense where it's like and, and a lot of times when people describe religion as such i'm like yeah i think that's terrible too i don't agree with that i don't like that i i wouldn't i'm not religious in that sense like i'm not living my life in shame nor ignoring guilt because of my sin i'm not trying to do good things to redeem me god has done all the work for me and i feel like that's the distinction between christianity and other and most religions that i know of which is probably a small amount considering how many religions exist religion compared to most religion i feel like and i know i know that christianity is one of the few or the probably the only one that i know religion that is not where you're not saved or you're not redeemed or loved because of the things you do because of your actions but you're saved you're redeemed you're loved because simply because of the fact that god loves you and that's it point blank in christ we are new in christ we're not long we're no longer bound to our sin we're no longer known to our sin yes we mess up but when we mess up his blood already covers all of that so there's no there's no there's no sort of work that we have to do to almost resave us like you know if that makes any sense yeah so i feel like religion is most definitely associated with a lot of from non-religious people and even maybe from religious people that have left religion because it was associated with just a lot of work and a lot of shame a lot of guilt and a lot of fear even and i don't blame them because i feel like the way that christians have maybe depicted their relationship with god has been in a very religious sense like are you doing this 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 you know instead of hey here's what christ did for you and rest in that and abide in that and as you're resting and as you're abiding in him you are he is renewing you and then next thing you know you're like doing these things not because of you but because of the holy spirit in you yeah you get it um but i also i also this is like a little snippet of my next video i also feel like that's why the new age and spirituality is so so attractive because people like the sense of freedom of like doing whatever they want and having everything that they want and manifesting those things and then being like their own god essentially so that's religion and that's why i'm not religious and that's why i feel like if you were to talk to most people hopefully they will tell you that hey that's not what they do like we're not we're not doing that that's not no so let's talk about where things got a little tricky in the process after i went to that youth convention in toronto like i mentioned in my before like after not my last video but my video after that one i mentioned i went to this convention in toronto and it was such a blessing and it was so good and it was so fun and fresh but after that after that convention after the event i felt a lot of almost like burden i felt like, like a lot of burden in christ like I feel like my relationship with God at some point it was it was becoming like a chore where I had to almost convince myself of the things that other people were saying and of the things that I was reading in the Bible like I believed it I did but it was getting hard to believe it and I think it was because a lot of circumstances were not going my way no a lot of things were not working in my favor and I feel like in order to make things work out for my good i was trying so 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 hard 
to do the right things in order for like for some in a, in a weird sense in order for god to see me as like i don't know valuable and worthy for him to do good things and for me to be happy again like i was trying so so hard and it was becoming a burden it was becoming exhausting and i was like i can't do this anymore there were times where i was just like god i love you and i worship you and i honor you but like oh my gosh why am i always so tired like i'm not supposed to be like this right everyone's talking even in the bible it says that in christ here's our joy here's our peace in him we have freedom why don't i feel these things like i should be feeling those things i'm doing all the quote-unquote right things you know so why am i feeling more exhausted than ever mentally physically and spiritually and i feel like the reason why i was trying so so hard was because of the things that i was hearing in church now please please don't misunderstand me i'm not here coming for the church but i'm just here coming for the things that i've oop my camera's shaking but i'm just here coming for the little things that i've been hearing from some churches that i've been going to at the youth convention that i went to um they talked about who we are in christ and they mentioned about our our calling in god and how we can do all these great things for god and how we can strive for greatness and how we can just do all these amazing things and i was like yes yes i can yes i can and i felt like it wasn't happening and i felt like in order for me to reach this ultimate purpose i had to do all these things and at some point it's like i was so like confused and lost and overwhelmed as to what was my purpose and that's essentially what was driving all this burden i was trying to figure out what was my purpose what am i doing like what does god want for me and i was think i was listening to what they were saying and i'm like okay that's what i should do but i wasn't seeing that happen in my life so i was like am i doing enough like am i being enough am i doing enough am i serving enough am i reading the word enough it's like am i enough and it's like but that's essentially but that's essentially it right we're not enough we're not but god is enough for us so why was i killing myself over this I don't know, but we're going to talk about it more later. So my sense of purpose and figuring out what God was using me and how he was using me was a sense of my anxiety. And it was a, it was a set of the sorts of my anxiety. This was my stress. This was my burden. Talking about purpose and talking about living, like literally just talking about living for God and my purpose. And even just the thought of it made me anxious and made me so like nervous because i was like i don't know what that is and i can't and i can't like figure it out and i'm not doing enough and i'm not enough and it's like i'm worthless i'm not like there's no point of doing this like there, i was there were nights there were days where i was like i suck at this what's the point of doing this i suck at this what's the point of even being a christian i'm not good at this i'm not doing enough like and i was comparing myself to like i was seeing how other people were being used and i was like why has that not happened to me like why has not gifted why has god not gifted me with a huge group why didn't i go to the to a christian college or a christian university and meet all these people i was just thinking why why and as i was thinking why i wasn't trying to lose faith and to me i guess at that time to me not losing faith meant try harder so read more of your word and spend more time with god and worship more and do more and it's like it came to a point where almost like i was trying to I was trying to do everything i was trying to save myself bro it came to a point where i was trying to carry myself where i was burdening myself with my purpose and my calling and x y and z when i 
honestly genuinely felt like God was telling me stop be still and rest abide in me but I'm hearing God telling me to stay to be still and rest but meanwhile I'm going to church events and they're telling me you have a purpose you need to do this you need to do that you're you know like as the young people of this world you need to do 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 and I'm like I can't I can't do 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 but it's like I have to and it's it became so overwhelming and it became so conflicting it genuinely did so my relationship with God became a source of burden and honestly stress and, and worry and anxiety and it wasn't heavy but it was very small and it was gradual and I don't want to say like I don't want to talk I, I don't want to say like I was like crying myself to sleep because of my relationship with God no but it was like I'm telling y'all this it was very subtle and it was very gradual it became it was like gradually I was feeling the pressure and gradually I was feeling that burden and I was feeling like rocks piled up on my back it was a small gradual decline what did I do and what are the you see what did I do it's becoming actions again you what are the things that as I kind of stopped and stopped listening to other people and other churches and other pastors and other speakers and relied on his word and solely his conviction and guidance of me in me number one I stopped trying so hard one thing I realized is in some sense in order to make things happen right in order to like for God to move or for God to use me and for God to like I don't man I'm just because now that I think about it I'm like girl you're so you were so annoying and how does god put up with you because i would have struck you down with lightning on 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 sight because i'm just thinking i was so annoying because i i have a rev i have a very regular life i'm gonna be honest i have a very very regular life i wake up i have my time with the lord i brush my teeth sometimes i work out i shower me i don't eat in the morning so i study if i have work i go to work i come back I study some more, I eat dinner, I rest, watch Netflix, watch YouTube, play some Sims, and then after I go to sleep. That's my life. Very, very regular, very ordinary. And to me, for some odd reason, I didn't see how God could use me. To me, I was like, my life is so regular, my life is so plain, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that, I'm not doing what that Christian influencer is doing, I'm not doing what that Christian influencer is doing in order for God to use me. I need to do more. I need to work harder. I need to show that I'm worthy enough for him to use me. And I would I would spend hours at night praying for God to use me. And I was like, and now that I think about it, I'm just so frustrated with myself because God was using me in that moment even though I couldn't see it, feel it, or even sense it. Like, and we get, we, we honestly, this is why the Bible says that our minds and our thoughts and our hearts is is deceitful because we, we really think that by trying so hard i really thought about that by trying so hard and by doing all these extra like exterior things that god was really, really gonna move things for me but in that moment i was so caught up into what i was doing that i wasn't recognizing what god was doing in the midst of all of that i one day randomly just decided to go talk to a new co-worker at work to a new girl at work i just felt like something in my spirit go talk to her and i just went no question about it i got really close with her and I was really open to her about my faith. And because she was really open, because I was really open to her about my faith. And we, we grew really, really close. She invited me to her birthday party. And at her birthday party, I met these two other girls. And because I was really open about my faith, Janessa 
talked about it with one of her other friends i literally said her name i didn't mean to say her name but her name is janessa hi if you're listening if you're watching hi how are you but um janessa ended up telling this other girl which i also met through her at her birthday party about my relationship with god and you know how on fire i am for the lord and she ended up also being a christian and i ended up talking to her just stepping out in faith like even as in my nerves and even as like a little timid as i was i was like let me go talk to her and i did and now we go to church together and now we go to youth group and now i have these three amazing friends that i made just by stepping out in faith and talking to someone new that i didn't even know and in that moment i was stressing about my purpose but it's like god is literally working things for your good right there and i was so blinded by all these exterior vast and crazy actions that god's i then i that i wasn't even realizing that god was working in the small things what i'm trying to say is and it's crazy because i i went from having a friend a group a friendship group of four girls that i lost and i prayed for, for christian friends i prayed for the right people and god literally gifted me with three other amazing girls and i'm so overwhelmed by the goodness of that i kind of want to cry but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna because you know because god is so faithful and it's it, it's crazy how i was so caught up and this is what i'm trying to say how when you try so hard and you start to be so focused on your actions and how much good you're doing and how much you're reading how many chapters are you reading per day? How much? How long are you praying? How much are you worshiping? How much are you serving? How much are you doing this, 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 and that? And third, when you start to be so preoccupied and almost like obsessed and overwhelmed by your actions, then you forget God. And you start to become blind to what he's doing and the small things that he is leading you to do and how he's working things out for your good. You start to become blind towards God. And that's probably the most scary thing that could ever happen. That's probably the, the worst thing that could ever, ever happen. Because when you start to be blind and forget about God as you're being consumed and overwhelmed by your good deeds, then you, you get lost in the making. You start to get exhausted. You start to get tired. And that's when it becomes religion. Because religion is about what you do. Your relationship with God is about what he has done. Number two, I had to stop trying to be perfect. I stopped trying to be perfect and i feel like when people hear that they're like oh so you started sinning you started sinning you know you didn't care about your sin you felt no conviction no i felt extreme conviction and i still do but it's almost like that conviction was driving me to condemnation it was driving me to shame and guilt which therefore made me try harder in my actions instead of recognizing hey god died for this you know he covered this already i was trying to reach the status of good and you already know the status of good is associated with who? The Lord. So who was I trying to be? I was trying to be God? Blasphemy. That's 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 uh that's blasphemy. So I was trying to be perfect. I was trying to be all good. And whenever I would mess up or whenever I would fall into sin, or whenever I would even just like have the slightest thought of something that was like not really pure or or very good, I would just beat myself up so so hard. Which would therefore make me even make me feel even more of a burden, right? It would therefore make me even feel more exhausted. And it's like it got to a point where I realized like I am not perfect. I'm not good and I cannot be good. And it's like how many times am I gonna have to get to this point of like exhaustion to realize 
God is good for you. Now rest and abide in that. And that doesn't mean, you know, go out and do whatever you want and like sin and like indulge into every pleasure that you can ever imagine. No, it means like recognize, like humble yourself. You're not God. You're not. And you're not as good as you think you are. And there's nothing wrong with that. God has taken that position for you. He's taken that role for you. He's carried the burden for you. He felt the wrath for you. He felt the condemnation for you. He felt all the hurt and the pain for you on that cross. He felt it all and he carried it all so that you wouldn't. So stop beating yourself up. Stop doing that to yourself. And it's like... <sighs> you know how many times I've heard from Christians and from the church that we are wretched wicked disgusting sinners dead in our sins da, da, da. and I'm like yes that is true if you haven't come to Christ and you didn't confess him as Lord and Savior and you haven't, and you haven't accepted him into your life like you know why are you why are we still condemning ourselves as Christians like we don't have that don't we isn't that does isn't that what the word says and I was listening to pastors say like as a christian as a literal not to point to my actions but as a person who's confessed that i'm dead in my sin and i need god and that has been baptized and done the whole shebang i'm out here saying oh i'm a terrible person i'm dead in my sins i'm a wretched wicked sinner no you're not in jesus christ in who in god you are forgiven you are saved you are redeemed you are loved tremendously you have grace lavished upon you and that's not an excuse for you to go and do whatever you want but that is a good thing for you to recognize you don't have to carry that burden you don't have to be perfect you don't have to do good things i mean good things are good you know but you don't have to do those things in order to be saved in order to be loved by him in order in order to be some sort of redeemed status like he's done that for you you know i feel like i'm repeating myself but it's important to get that engraved in your head because if you're like me and you're very you're a very already pretty um critical person of yourself and you tend to be very hard on yourself naturally then i know it can be it can be pretty hard and i mean it can be pretty easy to fall in that narrative but please don't bury yourself in shame and hurt and condemnation you know step up and recognize hey like god i know i'm not good but that's why i need you and that's why he's there for you number three i stopped trying to figure out my purpose i know what you're gonna say what as a christian aren't you supposed to figure out your purpose no you're not and let me tell you what and like i stopped like that's probably the the one thing that honestly was so relieving to me it brought me so much peace freedom in my heart to know that i don't have to figure out my purpose i don't have to figure out like all this on my own like that's not my job god has your purpose he knows what you're gonna do he knows the things that he has appointed and anointed you for trust in him but most importantly trust in the process of getting there i realized that by being so preoccupied about what's my purpose and what do i need to do to get there i was forgetting the small little things that god was doing in the midst of all that like i mentioned earlier and i was also forgetting how god is renewing me and how he's changing me and how he's building me up for that purpose and for exactly what he wants me to do in the future 
like I said, I have a very ordinary life and my job is very ordinary, but I love my job. I actually do. I really like my coworkers and it's not that crazy of a position. Like I'm a supervisor or whatever. Like it's only a 50, like I have a 50 cents raise or whatever. Um, it's really not that special, but I realized that God put me there. One. And although the role he appointed me there or he placed me there whatever i'm there for although it's not huge although it's not like i'm bringing all my coworkers to church and they're being like like convicted and baptized you know like although it's nothing like that i'm i'm being used there and i'm not even aware of it but in just the small things that you do like saying hi to someone you don't really say hi to usual being nice being kind like the acts of service you do to others i know it might seem so small and so little and so insignificant but when you ask god to use you don't be surprised when he leads you to do those small things because how do you expect to do big things if you don't do small things how do you expect him to make that miracle happen or to lead you to this huge job opportunity if you're not ready to, ready to serve if you're not ready to serve in a small position and that's one thing i realized like okay i'm here this is where god placed me what can i do here realize that one thing he's doing at my job for me is that i'm a helper like i'm so eager to serve and i'm always ready to like do things for do things for other people and although for others that may seem so insignificant even to my coworkers. For me, I see that as a huge way to praise God, to bring glory, to bring glory to God, but also to serve others. I was just thinking, because the other day I was like helping a coworker, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, it feels so, it feels really good to have a nice helper." And I was like, "A nice helper? That's who I am." And you know that sounds so small, but I ended up doing a little bit of research, and there's a Bible verse that I actually want to read. So one John two. Um, the title of this chapter says, Jesus is our helper. And this is the verse that struck out to me. It says, My dear children, I write this letter to you so that so you will not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have a helper in the presence of the Father, Jesus Christ, the one who does right. And to me, that really meant a lot that she called me a helper. She told me I was nice. And a helper is a character of God. It's an attribute of Jesus. And it's like, it sounds so small, but it's so huge. Like, to be recognized through the attributes of Christ, that's such an amazing thing. And I was, that's the first time I've ever actually recognized how I'm being used in this small way at work. And a lot of people wouldn't associate helper with this, this with this, an extravagant title, but that's what Jesus Jesus Christ is called, helper. And a helper is someone who's ready to serve, someone who's um, ready to do things for others, someone who puts others' needs first. And that's what I was being attributed with. And I'm just, I'm just here to say, when you stop trying to figure it out all on your own, when you stop trying to figure out this huge word of purpose, it's huge. Thing of purpose that i feel like honestly the church puts so much emphasis on what that is and how you're supposed to know and this you're like you're not like you, you don't know like you how can you know how can you possibly know you're only human you don't see every 
facet of what you don't see what god sees like you you wouldn't be able to know but that's the thing you don't have to know and it's okay to not know just trust in god and trust that he is working and doing things now in the small things and i think it's also very important that if you want and if you're eager to know about your purpose that's good it's good to be eager and it's good to want and it's good to have that desire i still do pray about it like ask god hey use me like create opportunities for me to spread your gospel pray to create opportunities for me to spread your word that's one thing i've been praying a lot and as you pray those prayers and as you bring those requests to god he will truly show you ways and he will truly give you opportunities for you to serve for you to love and it won't necessarily be extravagant it'll be small but you'll see jesus in it and i think that's that's literally the coolest thing like it's so cool like stop it's so cool now one last thing that i did to kind of get myself out of this like burdensome relationship with god is to stop relying on what other people did or said and relied on the word of god alone and also my personal relationship with him because i felt like i was looking and hearing what other people were doing and saying and i was beating myself up for not doing that especially ooh, especially those youtube channels or those youtube videos that are like if you're doing like if you're doing these five things like you're going to hell or if you're doing these five things then you might not actually be saved or like do these five things if you want to be used by god do these five things if you want to know your purpose do these five things if you want to be anointed do these five things if you want to speak in tongues like there's no rule book like that that is not ex like no like and then you watch that video thinking or oh, you're gonna be so motivated but then at the end you start to recognize how much you're not doing and then you're like oh my gosh like god is not gonna use me or oh my gosh like i'm not anointed or oh my gosh like i'm not actually safe it's like no who said that like you watched a five minute video and you're coming to the wildest conclusions Ugh. so i just had to stop i had to stop with those videos i had to unsubscribe to so many youtube channels because i was realizing it was messing up it was messing me up there it was it was not it i also had to stop listening to christian influencers for a little while because when you think about it as much as we have hopefully as christians we all have a core understanding of the gospel and who christ is and who god is that's a core undisputable understanding but then every christian has their own little thing that they kind of put more emphasis on and when you start listening to this Christian influencer and to that Christian influencer and to that speaker and to that speaker, they all kind of they all put emphasis on other small little things, which can be so confusing and so like, like what am I doing? I don't know what to do. There's just so many things I'm not doing, and it's it's just it's just bad. It's bad, and it's good to have Christian influencers. It's good to listen to them. It's good to listen to these speakers, but don't dictate your your relationship with God and your faith around those people and also and always rely on the word of god and always go back to the word of god and that's one thing i realized for me like hey these are awesome things and awesome tools and also and awesome people but your word the word of god is the only thing that you should be living by and relying on i'm finally done with this youtube video i had a lot to say and i talked about a lot so Hopefully it wasn't too overwhelming, hopefully it was good, and hopefully you guys loved it and enjoyed it, because I know I sure did, I sure did, 
um yeah and before i leave before i finish this video i just want to say your relationship with god shouldn't be a burden your relationship with god should not be the source of your anxiety and your worry your relationship with god should truly be joy filled with joy your source of joy your source of peace your source of freedom okay and if you feel anything otherwise maybe stop trying so hard maybe sit still in his presence and try to listen to what he's telling you because maybe you're missing his voice and he's trying to direct you and i know because i've been there so yeah okay that's all i have to say this was a really long video i'm so sorry but hope you guys enjoyed it bye Thank you.